0: friends, and welcome to The Corporation, the podcast that's too fun to fail. Each episode, we speak to employees of Hogswood Cooper Media, the global conglomerate that operates everything from news stations to data mining, and we celebrate the people who make HCM so successful. I'm your host, Dean Ardenfeld. Let's get into it. Our first guest is the Senior VP of Marketing for Debbie May Diamonds, one of the world's leading jewelry store chains and a longtime subsidiary of the HCM family. This very successful executive oversees marketing campaigns for over a thousand stores and in his free time breeds miniature poodles. Please welcome Dalton Wake. Hello, Dalton. Hey, Dean. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, this is exciting to have somebody on uh, from the world of jewelry.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's it's my passion. and Ever since I was a boy, I knew I wanted to sell things to the world.
0: Okay, so it wasn't specific to... Uh, precious gems at that point in your childhood,
1: though. Oh no, it wasn't just selling things. I was just selling things. I started selling marbles to, marbles. Uh, to boys. So shiny things, boys in the cul-de-sac. Uh, mm-hmm. Shiny, when I was, valuable things. You even then knew the value of a shiny. I knew. Thing. Well, I knew it's not. It's not about the shiny thing. No. It's about the feeling that it creates within mm. the person buying it. Right. It's about. Right. It's about new. It's about. It's about scratching an itch. And that's what I do. I scratch itches.
0: What kind of itch would you scratch for the young boys in your cul-de-sac? Like, just by selling them a marble, what kind of feeling would it create in them that would scratch some kind of little boy itch that they had?
1: It was a very specific itch that i i grew you know i don't do that anymore i i was only then of course right I'm it was, not, was only i wasn't suggesting
0: that you're still selling marbles to boys in the cul-de-sac no. <laughs> of course not. of course no, not
1: no 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 but then then i was very invested in scratching the little boys itch and i knew i knew what i was selling them was they woke up every day they got on the bus they went to school mm. drab dreary sad mm-hmm. i sold them a marble and i i woke them up I woke them up. I scratched an itch they did not know they had. Wow. Because when I gave them a marble, you know what they felt? They felt mama's apple pie for the first <laughs> first day of summer. Yeah. They felt they felt a, a radio flyer going down a hill, too big, wow. no breaks. Wow. And they were able to hold it in their hand, and that's what I gave them, something. <laughs> they could hold in their hand. I'm a little I'm a little
0: jealous now. I'm I want one of these marbles. You don't still have any of them. No, man. I
1: don't do that anymore, Dean. Okay. I don't I sell big boy things to to men, to big men. Big man big man men.
0: That's true. And and women as well, or or the or the, the men who buy things for the women. Yes, um, of course. Yeah. And this is I mean, this is a wildly successful jewelry chain. We've seen it in all the malls. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know um, you've got some uh, every time I pass a billboard that has a slogan on it for Debbie Mae Diamonds, mm-hmm. I think that's my friend Dalton Wake. Uh, his creative mind at work. Yeah. Um, and I'm just wondering if you might be able to share some of the more successful uh, ad campaigns or slogans or anything that you've come up with. Sure. that Have
1: worked um, really well for Debbie Mae. I would say the first. Obviously, you probably remember our um, our waterfall campaign. Of course. That's oh. where. Um, so we, we open on a waterfall mm-hmm. of course and we see um, a woman in in like a barrel right, right. Go, she's about to go over the edge of this. The this was
0: one of the, it was it was such a dynamic uh, and convincing billboard i saw yeah mm-hmm. with the woman at the top of the billboard an right. actual water and there was falling actual off the face of the billboard the side mm-hmm. and it was
1: very it was very very realistic um, and and right you can tell that she's about to tip over the edge and and there's a man at the edge and he's holding out a diamond Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the billboard says don't say no to a diamond
0: (laughs) and that and sometimes it's about simplicity right it doesn't have to like the slogan (laughs) doesn't have to say anything about a waterfall or going over taking the plunge or uh, Sometimes metaphors get in the way, especially if you're trying as you're driving to watch a virtual billboard with actual water falling over it. And a human woman, by the way, in a barrel at the top, which, by the way, inspired casting, right? You're putting putting an actual, very convincing actress up in a a wooden
1: barrel for most of the daylight hours. Right. Most of the daylight hours. Not all of them, of course. Not all of them, but most of them. And the thing is, you know, we're all about... That's simplicity. Mm-hmm. It's all about implication and getting, getting genuine reactions. Getting right. genuine reactions. So, that woman, she thought she was filming a sprite commercial. Is that so? That's so. Because. <laughs> Up on a billboard. Yeah, well. For 18 you know, hours a day. Actors, right? They'll do anything for That's a big true. break. That's true. And so, you know, you can lead an actor to water, but you don't have to explain to them why they're why
0: there. Why there's water yeah. falling over the front of a billboard. Yep. Mm-hmm. So,
1: we put her in the barrel, and she was like, what? 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 And I was just like, "It's implied." And she said, "What? Mm-hmm. What?" And then so we she needed more character. More character help honor her, like, absolutely, her motivation. Well, because you know. I had a very specific vision. Of course. Right, because what I, was like this slogan again? I, I, I forget it already. It was, "Don't say no to a diamond."
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. right, right. Don't. Do it. It's amazing.
1: It really does make you think on so many levels. Because diamonds save you, right? Mm-hmm. If she had said yes to them, <laughs> if she had just said yes to the diamond you know i don't want to ruin the ad with a full backstory but i imagine oh
0: ruin away that's what this podcast is for that's why people sure.
1: tune in they want to hear yeah. everything to get the nuts and bolts well mm-hmm. so what i imagine happened was um the man offered her a diamond right and she said no mm-hmm. which set off just a cacophony of events a cacophony like a, a cacophony. very loud series of very loud events mm-hmm. yes. in her life that yes led to this led to her in a barrel mm-hmm. um almost going you know Clearly, she's going to go over the edge. Right. And this man taunting her with the diamond. I see. So, you don't see the salvation. diamond as
0: saving her from falling. You see it as as almost vengeance for saying no in the first place. Just don't say no to a diamond or, or else. Mm-hmm. Or else. Sometimes um, you catch more flies with vinegar than you, or you repel. I don't know how it goes. But anyway, um, I do want to uh, just real briefly before we bring on our second guest, talk a little bit about, um, you know, I'm sure... Obviously, it's fun to come up with slogans for your for for the stores and everything, but but I know that you have some PR duties in your job as well, and your company has come under some criticism because some of the wealth generated by some of these diamonds in these some of these African countries may have ended up in. I know you know what I'm going to say inadvertently financing warlords and destabilizing the region,
1: but that's overblown, right? I mean, it's, that's it's overblown, ooh. and you see here, Dean. The key word there is inadvertently okay right and the right. second keyword is overblown i'm glad you used both of them well okay look mm-hmm. all right do you know what happens to the dollar bill that you put in the vending machine after you put it in the vending machine i don't no. what I if assume. what if i told you that someone took that dollar bill and gave it gave it took it back in time and gave it to franz ferdinand oh and then wow. he used that to buy a gun and start world war one that would that you that say that you're i'm certain no would you say that you are responsible for World War One, Dean? Did you start World War I because you bought a Twinkie? I, I,
0: maybe. I don't know. I, but I wouldn't feel guilty about it if I had. I, the thing I like about this, and this is what makes your creative mind so much, so much superior to my own, is that um, the addition of the time machine in that scenario, mm-hmm. um, which while I would have thought like, Unnecessary to the point of the of what you're trying to say mm-hmm. makes it so much more interesting. You right. know, like, yes, the dollar bill could have gone to fund any number of things here in this year right. in space and time. No, but, but that, I call that startup. the twizzle
1: factor. The twizzle factor. The twizzle factor. That's, that's, um, um, that's when you take something that could be mundane mm. and you really just twizzle it. I see. Right?
0: I, think I, I think I feel it, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm feeling an emotion more than I am, like, logically understanding anything. That's it. Anything. That's mm-hmm. it. You're yeah.
1: feeling an emotion. Right. You're feeling, you're feeling a spark. You're feeling an itch being scratched that you didn't know you had. You do know how to scratch uh, scratch
0: itches. I find them. Um, I just want to go back in the 2017 study that was put out. Uh, your company was called 100% Responsible for the Bloody Conflict. Mm-hmm. Uh, that <laughs> led to, like, a near genocide of an entire population. Near. Near. Um, but like how could you have known like that would be the result right right uh, so i just how could i have give possibly known?
1: how could i have look see here's the thing mm-hmm. i'm a feelings guy sure all right i'm not a logistics guy i'm not a um conflict guy all right i right. follow a feeling mm. and if i feel a spark of excitement i go down that rabbit hole i don't ask follow-up questions right, right. i just if someone shakes my hand tells me a joke and I laugh. I'm not going to question the skulls and guns hanging up as decor in their castle. Good point. So that is um, something
0: you've been in, uh, castles.
1: Sure, I've been in that situation. And and you know what? Maybe you can call me 100% responsible. But did they say 100 out of 100? Right? Um, Is that 100% out of 1,000%? I don't see in the notes where it says that. You're absolutely right that you don't. Otherwise, I wouldn't be sitting here in front of you. That's true.
0: Well, I think we put that to bed. Um, I'm going to move on to the second guest, but um, we are don't think I'm going to let you get off without talking about your miniature poodles, <laughs> so we'll get to that in a moment. Our next guest is the senior experience leader on Second Chance Cruise Lines, the specialty cruise experience for widows and widowers over 50. In that job, she's responsible for planning and executing dozens of events for each trip and involving hundreds of customers. And I, like, I always like to have a little trivia on my guests here. She's also an avid LARPer. And we'll get to that. Please welcome Suzanne Okenfeld. Hello, Suzanne. Hi. Hi. Hello. Uh, and um, I, I've also, um, you can jump in here, Dalton, if you want to uh, say hello and uh, ask any questions as Hi, well. Hi, Susan.
2: Dalton, you're handsome. Oh,
0: you're beautiful. Wow. Oh, we're already, we're creating <laughs> chemistry here on the show. I love that. Um, uh, Suzanne, um, why don't we talk just a little about... Uh, Uh, How you got into this? How did you get into managing Experiences for widows and widowers on the sea
2: see I knew a lot of widows and widowers And I speak to them in a way that no one else can I Knew a lot of seniors, you know I spend my time around them and my voice my voice Soothes them and that's how I got the job
0: Wow. So um, when you when you were interviewed for the job, mm-hmm. um, you you literally one of the things you must have said was I I do nothing but uh, spend time with widows and widowers over fifty in my personal life. How yes. did that come to be? Why is it that your social life off the sea uh, was was? Why were all your friends? Widows and widowers over 50 uh, in your personal life.
2: Yeah, um, I moved around a lot. As a child, Mm -hmm. I decided to continue that in my adult life. And, um, you know, you need to find groups. Did I want to hang out with the 20-somethings, 30-somethings who just were in the bar scene? No. I wanted to play bridge, (laughs) you know? I wanted to play other card games. I wanted to uh, play shuffleboard, so...
0: I'm I'm wondering, though, uh, what about... Living in a lot of places as a child mm-hmm. uh, led you to be around old people who had no s- spouses.
2: Yeah, it's, it's just, you know, um, when I move to a new place, I need to meet new people. And um, mm-hmm. I found that old people enjoy the finer things. So mm-hmm. uh, would I accept a dinner date if it involves caviar and champagne? Yes, yes. Uh-huh. And um, older widowed people, they often um, have money. And mm-hmm. good taste.
0: I see. I yeah. see. That's, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So um, what, is, uh, uh, what are some of the challenges to working with this, uh, this subset of people mm-hmm. in, a, in a cruise ship environment?
2: Yeah. Um, so they can't move very well. You know, the very um, old The very old. Um, Over 50
0: is practically...
2: Yes. (laughs) So, um, you know, what activities, what experiences can I bring them Mm. if they won't get off the ship? You know, Um, if they won't experience where we're going, you have to bring it to them.
0: Oh, so even in port, they won't get off the ship?
2: Uh, The very old? No. So, um, I bring... The buckets of grapes for them to smush. You know, um, if oh, we're you make going wine to on the, on yes, the we make wine. Um, some of them will do tai chi. You know, um, sometimes mm. I'll just bring a, a PowerPoint. Of the photos of the of the port that we're very in. Nice.
0: Oh, so they can yeah. experience what it's like to be in San Juan without having to get off the gangplank.
2: Yes, you know the, these are also depressed people. You know they're widowed. Right. So right. Um, I do
0: know that um, I, looking at some of the information here on the, it seems like this is a very popular thing for uh, people to in in the widow or widower's life to gift to them, and perhaps before they are are ready to socialize mm-hmm. or mingle or find love again um, so what is it like having people like that on board
2: yes um well we kind of force them into speed dating you know um we mm-hmm. force them to sit in the big banquet halls um just line them up mm-hmm. you know by the hundreds yes. and we, we force hundreds. them to have really yeah. quick interactions you jump, you
0: just right into the deep end right back on the horse again you
2: were on the sea so mm-hmm. yes jump right into the deep sea ocean deep
0: sea ocean mm-hmm. and do you have that as well do does anyone ever jump into the deep sea from the cruise ship
2: I mean, the very depressed, yes.
0: (laughs) I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, uh, You know, if you ever have any PR problems with that, I know a guy who's pretty good. I could spin (laughs) spin that. Spinning a story. I could spin that. How would you spin that, Dalton? If, uh, let's say, a very depressed person were to just lurch off the the bow of the ship, is that what it's called? Or the stern. Or the stern. Or the the aft. Or the... Mm-hmm. Right, the ga- you have a gang plane <laughs> <The gang laughs> yes. on the cruise ship. Mm-hmm. Is that so? Um, so let's say they walk themselves off the plane sure. And this is uh, obviously going to be on the news. How would you how would you say spin that story? Nostalgia. Wow.
1: Nostalgia mm-hmm. Nostalgia in Greek means the pain from an old wound. I don't know if that's true, but mm. it's, I'm pretty sure it is. That makes beautiful. Sense. And so these people, are again searching for a feeling. They're searching for familiarity. Mm -hmm. They're searching for their past. And sometimes, before you can get to the light, you have to go into the dark, and there's nothing darker than the ocean.
0: Death at sea, sure. That's amazing. Um, I I see now I'm in this embarrassing situation where I want to know so much more about the cruise ship and Suzanne, but I also have neglected the miniature poodles of Dalton. So um, let's just chat real briefly. Dalton, how did you get into this? And how small are these poodles? Because I've seen some photos and they look
1: very small. They are um, about the size of a Mike and Ike. A Mike and Ike, the candy. (laughs) Yes, the candy. Wow. They are even smaller than I thought. Teeny, teeny, and how, incredibly how tiny. How do
0: you breed a dog that will will be that small and mm. and whose lungs won't collapse under the sure. pressure of its well, own?
1: Well, it takes incredible. Um, it's, like skill. it's like a bonsai tree. It's Delicate. like a bonsai tree. Delicate. It's like growing a hundred bonsai trees in a bottle. Wow. You know? Again, with a visual. So, mm. Well, again, I'm all about creating sure. feelings. So the thing is, I had to find, you know, they. They don't just come that way, of course. No, I, of course. No. Uh, so I found, what I did was I found a number of tiny poodles, mm. normal, small ones, right? Mm-hmm. you know, and I just, I forced them to speed date, like um, uh, our I friend see. Susan here. Right, right. You and put them in
0: little dates with each other until they dates. procreated into some even smaller ones. I think I see where you're headed.
1: And, you know, I did a real um, Spartan kind of deal where <laughs> the ones that were. <laughs> The ones that were bigger than I wanted them to be, I threw them off a the bridge.
0: Okay, well, you have to, uh, that's natural selection. Yep. In this case, Charles you Darwin. are nature, you are God, but it's God. the process of natural selection. And uh, uh, what, what is the demographic of people who are purchasing? I know they're very expensive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who primarily is purchasing such tiny Mike and
1: Ike-sized um, poodles? You know, you might be surprised to hear it's uh, 60% retired Major League Soccer players. That's so... American soccer players. Wow. I don't know. So old, like 50 and above, perhaps. 50 and above, I'd say. their life is mostly over. Mm -hmm. Mostly over. And then um, pawn shop owners from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Wow. Specifically. So interesting. They love them. Um, Wow. And then the rest uh, I keep and I bring to the dog show. Um you know the the Macy's dog show that happens The Macy's one yes The Macy's one and um happens every Thanksgiving Yep and I just let them loose in the bleachers
0: Oh no Oh no That's that seems poorly advised Well it's I'm God I don't I see, I see. Um, you do seem to enjoy the thrill of control. Feeling. Um, Suzanne, uh, I want to b- bounce back to you here, because while we're on the topic of hobbies, I know that you're a LARPer, but I don't know what that means or what it stands for.
2: Yes, I mean, it's it's a mixture of um, singing in public while also fishing. That's what it sounds like to me, and um, okay. <laughs> I have invented it. Um, Sorry, I, just,
0: I just Googled it, and... Mm-hmm it says here it means live action role play Mm -hmm. Uh, but I I don't suppose (laughs) it doesn't seem based on your description that that's what you do so perhaps I just got my notes wrong but what is this singing and fishing in public hobby you have?
2: I mean, it's close to what others are doing in the LARPing community by, I mean, it it is a public performance. I
0: see. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's just
2: near a stream or a river or a lake or a pond. Um, And anyone who's around can come hear me sing while I try to catch some fish.
0: Wow. Yes. Wow. It sounds a lot like normal fishing. Mm Mm-hmm. Just with a little bit of singing involved.
2: If you were there, Mm -hmm. Dean, um, I think you would say it was a fantastic performance.
0: I'm I'm sorry, I keep looking at this LARPing thing, and it also says, uh, it seems like it's something that people generally do together, like in teams and groups of people. I
2: allow people to come watch me.
0: Uh Uh-huh. So they become part of the performance.
2: It's in way, interactive in that it. I make eye contact with them. I mm-hmm. see that they're enjoying it. Mm. I beckon them forward. Sure. And they sit. And um, yes, do I have relationships with um, the people who watch me? Yes, it's a, it's a, it's a magical experience.
0: Wow. Yes. Wow, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Had you ever do this uh, for your seniors on the ship?
2: oh no um no that no. it it a professional relationship you know professional, professional. And
0: personal boundaries that's yes. smart that's smart mm-hmm. and so um what's it like is there a, a a success story I would love to hear a success story of maybe love uh on on the on the boat do do people get together get together or are they too? we've talked about the depressed side right
2: mm-hmm. yes at second chance cruise lines mm-hmm. We have many, many success stories. I mean, I would never wish it upon you to become a widower. Um, mm. I don't know your relationship status, but if you do become one, I highly encourage you to come. And my favorite, um, old man, old man, he was uh, 66. <laughs> um, so and almost, he
0: almost, almost, um, twilight years. Yes, really. twilight
2: mm-hmm. years. Um, and he had just lost his wife just um, two months prior wow. to coming on the boat. Um, and he met Sally. Did they meet during my forced um, five-minute date line? Yes, they met during those speed dating sessions. Wow, so hit it off. The rest of the cruise, they were together, stomping the grapes, mm. doing the tai oh. chi, and what was watching the, general, the What
0: was the general vibe of the two of them? Were they were they uh, into it or were they uh, were they reluctant?
2: They were reluctant when they sat down. By the Mm. end of the five minutes, they were kindred spirits and decided to spend the rest of the cruise together. Mm -hmm. Um, I will check in with them. It's been about uh, five years. So Uh, you're not
0: sure, you're not certain whether them spending time together was a way to bond over their hatred of the activity or whether they truly uh, were attracted to one another?
2: I don't know. Mm. Um, I did see them walking off of the cruise ship hand in hand so I would love to check in with them Um,
0: I would too yes this sounds all very exciting and it makes me want to eventually have a wife that dies well I won't say that but were that to happen were I to be fortunate enough to one day find someone and get married (laughs) uh, and then have that person Unfortunately, pass away. I would certainly love to be involved. Well, you
2: know what? Um, mm. you can now. Uh, you can be a server. You could. Um, oh. You could uh, drive the ship. Be the captain, if you will. Um, there well, are employment. you positions on yes, the ship. there I are see. employment opportunities for you to experience the cruise Excellent. line. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Uh, I, I will. I will look into that, and I certainly. I. I very interested in these micro poodles, as well, um, and and the and the emotion the that they invoke when when holding one as if it's as if you know how when you look down from a high window and of you course. see a lot of people in cars and they look so small and you say they look like ants I do that I every could morning s- i could stomp them into oblivion mm-hmm. but this is like a, a real thing that looks like an ant that you could stomp into oblivion yes uh, and that gives you a sense of power i imagine
1: absolutely and you, you don't want to stomp them because they you do no. they do scream
0: mm. <laughs> is that a side effect of the breeding hmm yes i
1: see <laughs> I they see. are in <laughs> just tremendous pain all the time you know
0: when i think about it there my, there may be an analogy to the fact that you also have been accused of human rights crimes against mm. um a, a lot of what you called uh, in an article very small people oh. um in a very far place
1: interesting um i do have a hard time tangentializing things that are far away um, so I could see I don't why. Know what that
0: word means? Tangentializing. What does that mean?
1: Oh, Dean, you
0: small, small <laughs> boy. I, I have such a s- small vocabulary compared mm. to a Your
1: communicator such as Your vocabulary is yourself. the size of one of my poodles. It sure is tiny. I think
0: that this is about as good as any, any of a place to stop and uh, and thank my guests so much, Suzanne ogenfeld and dalton wake for of being course. with us thank you so much for your time today
2: oh you're welcome thank and go seniors
0: <laughs> what a what an inspiration to the hcm family well that's all the time we have for today on the corporation i want to thank my guests for speaking with me and our listeners for tuning in don't forget to subscribe and like and rate and all that and email me at dean at hotmail.com as they say at hcm we're interested in you
1: cheers is a presentation of Unicow Media and was recorded at the studios of Vermont Comedy Club. Dean Ardenfell was played by Nathan Hartswick, Dalton Wake was played by Ash Diggs, and Suzanne Ogenfeld was played by Kate Farley. Listen to new episodes of The Corporation every Tuesday on iTunes and Spotify, and for more information about shows, classes, and other great stuff, visit vtcomedy.com.